Kendi, Rockstars. Prepare for a treat, let's meet and greet some bands and singers that are super sweet Making music that's fun for boys and girls, help them learn about this great big world Fun for the family, yes it's true, your kids will love it and you will too Clap and dance and sing aloud, become a part of the kindy crowd These songs will make you move your feet and give your ears a great big treat So settle in, grab your guitars, and let's get to know our kindy rock stars Hello everyone and welcome to Kindy Rockstars. This is the show that gives you the stories behind the songs from some of the best bands and singers that are making fun, informative, educational, catchy, and occasionally silly songs for children and families. I'm your host, Patrick Adams, and each episode of Kindy Rockstars will feature an artist and a featured song. So let's get to this week's show. We have a special treat today from New Zealand. Captain Festus McBoyle joins us. Finally, a pirate on the show. Welcome. Hello. Lovely to, lovely to share with you. Thank you for having me. You got it. So tell us, uh, tell us all about Captain Festus McBoyle. How, how did you develop the character? What's kind of been your career trajectory with that? Well, Captain, Captain Festus McBoyle is a crazy old pirate. And I guess we are um, not on my own. Uh, currently, I have the lovely wife, Miss Lucy Drawls, who is the captain's partner in Grime. And then I have a guitarist called Mr. Ebenezer Strong, who is the strongest man in the world. He's the old uh, 1920s style, maybe even earlier, strong man with the uh, asymmetrical leopard skin. Um, yeah, like outfit. And he plays a mean guitar, that man. Does a good slide on his knees across the stage, I have to say. So that's pretty much us in three pieces. We're a vaudeville musical comedy show. We travel all over New Zealand, parts of Australia. Uh, currently signed to Modern Sky in China uh, as one of eight artists um, selected handpicked from around the world, which is quite a privilege. Um, so, yeah, we, we are we're a live rock and roll spectacle, basically. We have a lot of fun doing what we do. We're not your usual sugary, lots of uh, hand flappy, waving, smiley faces, but we have a lot of giggles and a lot of laughs. And... Uh, we tend to be very real and very uh, true to who we are as people and true to who we are as artists. Um, there's something in our music for everybody. And the show is hilarious. It's, uh, there's lots of comedy in there. Some of the comedy is over the heads of the kids like the high seas. So there's lots of giggles in there for parents as well. And we believe it's really important that parents have to endure a kid's show. There has to be something in there that they enjoy as well. It's about celebrating family, diversity and difference and embracing the fact that it's okay to be a tall poppy. That's our core ethos. Be yourself. Stand tall. Be strong. Be proud. And have a giggle. Life's short. Enjoy it while you're here. Yeah, it's definitely a common theme, um, I think, among the kindy community is making music that the kids love, but that their parents like also. Exactly. It's very important. So how did you develop the character? What, yeah, what was kind of your inspiration? Well, I mean, my, my background is I come from rock bands. I've been writing original music and been in rock bands since I was, I didn't start late in music till I was 20 because I was too shy and I never really moved in those circles. So I didn't start till I was 20. And I, um, I played predominantly um, in rock bands, started off playing drums, 
And then I moved into singing, which is my main passion. But I was really embarrassed to sing when I was young. And I used to sing with my back to people because I was too embarrassed. So um, I got over that and then decided to sing in rock bands. And I did that for a long time. Um, and then I got to the point where I was, I was working with children. Um, <clears throat> I've worked with kids over the years in schools and um, special needs facilities and stuff. And I started writing little songs for kids. And um, being rather an unusual oddball sort of character myself, I, I tended to attract the rather eccentric kids most of those places and we started forming little bands and little poetry groups and crazy theater stuff and um so it stemmed from there writing songs with kids and i thought well actually i could do this for a living and um so i formed this crazy pirate character people have always thought i was a bit of a pirate and my 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 friend at the time created a costume for me and i started wearing that and um i started playing i got i got uh, a gig booked at the local community center and I was thrown into a, a room full of 50 kids with just me and a guitar and a ukulele. And it stemmed from there. Um, and then I met various other um, people who played guitar who were equally as, as mad as me. And I mean, I mean mad in a nice way. And we started uh, doing two-piece shows. And uh, the next thing, we were booked for a theatre show. Um, so we've always, I mean, our show doesn't really have a, a formula. It has a beginning and an end. And uh, everything in between is a complete unknown. It's, it's all on the whim of the captain. So uh, we have a catalogue of 50 songs. Um, so we just pull songs from that group. We feed off what people say to us, how they react, how they respond. We just find songs that, that basically I just pick a song and go, right, we're doing that one. And they all go, okay. And they do it. So um, it's, it's really integral for us to be really well rehearsed because it does get quite chaotic. And it literally flies by the seat of its pants, um, but all in a good way. Um, yeah, so just the beginning and an end. It's, it's, it's complete chaos, everything in the middle. But um, it generally pans out quite well. Uh, and that keeps it excited and exciting. And it keeps it very much, every show is completely different. So we could do three shows in the same venue on the same day. And every show will be completely different. It's, um, yeah, so that's part of what we love to do, is just keep it really fresh and really organic and pull out the most weirdest and wonderful things that seems appropriate at any given moment. What's the, touring, works. what's the touring scene like in New Zealand and Australia? There isn't really a touring scene at all. Okay, I mean, you can, you can play kindergartens, you can play schools. Then obviously it comes from an educational angle, uh, which we've done through New Zealand histor history, uh, historical storytelling. And uh, we've traced our getting to New Zealand through um, actually originating from England and coming out on the original um, immigrant boats to New Zealand. So we tie in our story with that. That's how we got to New Zealand. Um, so, we've, yeah, we, we, do, we do the odd kindy and the odd um, school show. But our focus, I guess, for us, there isn't really a scene. Everything's cold calling. Everything's basically approaching every person individually. So it's a lot of work. So for us, we've taken a different route. We, we are targeting big festivals and theatres around the country. So we're looking at the bigger events. Um, so, I mean, for us, we've played everything from shows to, from 16,000 people big, huge, multi-genre events is kind of the sort of thing we target. Um, and so, yeah, so for us, we, we're just basically, it's me, cold calling and establishing relationships with people. And um, once we get in, then we're taken seriously and then they see the quality of what we do and um, it leads to good word of mouth being spread around and more festivals, more events, more theatres. Um, so we kind of let, we let, let what we do do the talking. But obviously it's a bit of a, yeah, it's always an interesting one trying to negotiate playing in a festival when no one's heard of you. Um, 
but over the years <laughs> through trial and error i've got quite good at that and i and i i sell our product or our art quite well i think um we do quite well now so there's not much we haven't really played in new zealand um we were supposed to be actually this is the thing we, we we've kind of done what we could do here um but being signed by china we we're supposed to have been on our second tour of china so um that was all fully paid for you know a few weeks away in china touring around different festivals um which was going to be great but of course covid stopped that and then we got offered a, a european tour which was about four weeks traveling all around europe playing kid, big kids festivals over there of course that's been you know fallen yeah. over because of covid as well so so we had um we yeah we, we've started to focus our product further afield around the world um we've got quite a good following with the pirate community in america um because there's a big reenactment thing over there um and we've kind of tied into that world and the whole musical comedy novelty music sort of angle because um our music is very broad it, it targets equally kids as it does to adults it's very uh, monty python i guess spike milligan roald dahl um which i think a lot of us at our age can can resonate with you know so we've got quite a broad appeal. So we've, we've started to push overseas and, and target specific markets, steampunk, pirate fraternity, renaissance kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and there seems to be a really good market for that. So, um, yeah, we're kind of, we just keep throwing our line out and see what comes back in, you know. Yeah, um, but we thought we, had, we thought we had it sorted. We thought we were going to be going overseas for some pretty big festivals and tours. But, um, of course, COVID's kind of stopped that. So the, the focus now has kind of changed again. You see, I have no plan B. If I don't do this, I don't know what I'll do. I mean, I've, I've done lots of things in my life, and I got to the point at 40 where I thought, I really don't want to do a full-time job. I don't want a normal existence. I want to do music and stick to my guns. And I've been doing that for a long time now, and it feels good to be doing that. It's a bit of an unknown sometimes financially, but we're, we seem to have someone looking after us. And... Um, we keep coming through, you know, things keep opening up and yeah, when things get tight, something comes through and it's a good payer. So um, yeah, someone's keeping an eye out for us and uh, we just keep doing what we do. Yeah, no, you're I can't remember song. what the question was, but you know, oh, as I said, I'll ramble all day, you know, it's me. <laughs> no, I'm you, in my man cave, I'm happy as, and I've got my cup of tea and um, I'm, happy, I'm a happy man right now. Yeah, no, you've got great look and great songs. And I was actually going to make that Monty Python analogy after listening to some of your stuff. It did remind me of that a little bit oh excellent thank you yep yeah we've been com compared to um sometimes benny hill which is a mixed emotion i mean i did, i grew up with benny hill but you, know, you either like him or you don't and he's a bit dated but i like that song is it um ernie the fastest milkman in the west you remember that one i do and, uh, I, and I, I love like benny hill lonnie donegan. do you know lonnie donegan leave your chewing gum on the bedpost overnight yes yeah yep, I, i've heard that song again. Compared to Lonnie Donegan quite a bit too. And also the goons, the old English, um, wasn't that um, Harry Seacombe, Peter Sellers. So I kind of grew up in that era. So um, it's kind of, it's in my blood really. My grandparents used to listen to that sort of music. So it kind of infiltrated me from a very early age. And I like Roald Dahl because he's kind of a little bit dark, but kind of very accessible as well, which I like that. <laughs> yeah. So as a very visual artist and kind of getting back to the, the topic of COVID here, um, did you really make a transition to online video creation or how, how did you kind of pull through all that? Which, which it sounds like you're well, still in kind of. Yeah, well, um, we are. We're still in lockdown. We're in our fourth week. Um, probably got another couple of weeks at least, I'd say. 
Um, cases are dropping, but it's looking better. We'll probably go into level three. Auckland is locked down. The rest of the country is out now uh, into level two, I believe. Um, so it's a bit different for the rest of the country. But Auckland, we're still in our caves, so to speak. Um, what did we do? Well, I started writing kids' books. Most of my songs oh, can be uh, are pretty much stories anyway. They all start off, a lot of them as poems. So then they have music put to them. And I changed the phrasing to work with music. So a lot of those songs are already books in theory, if not poems. So I've been writing books. I've, I've written a couple of books this lockdown. I wrote one, the previous one. Um, and yeah, digital content is, I'm sitting in our permanent location at home now, which is Festus's um, tent, the little room you get thrown out to when he upsets the life. And uh, yeah, I'll sit out here with my cup of tea and I'm actually quite happy. It's good. So um, yeah, we've, we've been doing digital content from here. I'm not big on live streaming. Um, there's so many people doing it. And um, if you're going to do it, it's got to be, uh, I don't know. It just, it, it's very stripped back. So I kind of struggle with that a little bit. Um, I'd probably put a little, I've tried a few live streams and they work quite well. I've done them more so for festivals, uh, an American pirate festival over your way and an English pirate festival. So I've been, targeting those live streams for bigger events which in turn helps us because more people find out about what we do and Festus Solo is a very different dynamic from Festus as the, as the theatre troupe you know it's, it's not quite as grand it's still cheeky and it's still still fun but I like having my gang around me it's quite good you know we bounce off each other a lot and it's it's very spontaneous and um yeah I mean I I, I, I play instruments to write I'm not big on playing instruments live. Uh, I find that quite stressful. Um, and I'd much rather be able to flail around like a, a wobbly old pirate and just use my mouth because my mouth doesn't stop. It just keeps going. So it's a lot easier for me. So, yeah, live streams, books, you know, a bit of everything, really. Just keep going. You find a way, don't you? Definitely. All right. Are you ready to get into a song? I am. This episode's song is called Love Song for Lucy. Captain Festus McBoyle, tell us what inspired the song. I think I know, but uh, what, what got you to write this one? Well, I woke up one morning and the wife said to me, she said, how come you don't write songs about me? And I thought, well, no, good point. I took it on the chin. I wiped the food off first, like, and I thought I'd have a try. And I thought, well, if it's going to be a love song, which it had to be, because I was told it needed to be a love song, then it had to be humorous and it had to be, mm, it couldn't be your normal standard mushy sort of thing. And I thought, what more of a better way to do it than actually making it a one-man band? So Love Song for Lucy is like a, a one-man band song. If you imagine me with a kick drum and a couple of cymbals between my knees and a kazoo <laughs> and a banjo all at once doing everything I can, possibly at the same time, that's pretty much Love Song for Lucy. And um, it's basically, uh, I guess, the underlying message in a way is love is blind. You can have a glass eye, you can have a wooden leg, you can have 13 teeth, but I still love you. So that's kind of the bottom line of it. And I figured that not enough people talk about love. You know, love, love is a very broad term and um, it's important to talk about it. And if you love someone, why not share that? You know, stand on a rooftop and shout out, I love you, Miss Lucy. So that's what I did. And it was a kind of a exhilarating and slightly vulnerable but I'm really pleased with the song. And um, yeah, and um, it scored me a lot of brownie points on Valentine's Day. And um, I got fed like a king and um, treated like a star. So I was about good. to say, after listening <laughs> to the song, I, I hope she loved it. I think it's great. She did, and I love her very much. 
we're, we're, a, we're an oddball couple, but um, we make things work and we feel very grateful so, to have each other. Excellent. All right. Well, let's play the song. Here is Love Thank Song you. for Lucy by Captain Festus McBoyle. Little song for the wife, Miss Lucy Draws. I love you. Don't do dishes, don't close the door. I'll probably find a bloomers on the bedroom floor, but still, my sweet baby, I love you. Look so pretty, but don't smell sweet. I could make a soup from the socks on the feet, but still, my sweet baby, I love you. Love may be fickle, and love may be blind, but when I'm with my baby, I just don't know what I find. Still, my sweet baby, I love you. Oh, yeah. I love you through the thick, and I love you through the thin. But you never close the doors, so every time tick, I'm still <laughs> that was love song for lucy awesome captain festus mcboyle tell people where they can stream and download that song and where they can find you on social media well you can find that song in fact the first place i would check out would be the website www.captainfestus.com because if you get there you can get to everything from there all our Facebook, all our Instagram, all our YouTube accounts, everything is available. All our music um, can be straight through Spotify. You can down, I think you can, yeah, you can listen to everything via the website, which is great because there's also some really cool stuff on there like art activities, things like hanging mobiles, making puppets, um, song lyrics. Uh, you'll find ukulele tutorials where you can actually learn how to play some of the songs. So there's a whole stack of stuff there that's designed specifically to float your boat. So, yeah, but if you want to go to Captain Festus McBoyle on, on um, Facebook, you can. You can go to Captain Festus McBoyle on YouTube. They'll all come up as soon as you put in Captain Festus McBoyle. So everything is available. But, yeah, I reckon the one-stop shop is definitely the website. And there's some great photos on there too, and there's a bit of history about about us and where we've played and there's photo galleries and um, yeah, I guess what I would ask would be really helpful in this challenging time of not being able to play live would be if people could subscribe to our YouTube channels, join 
our Facebook pages and Instagram accounts because all that stuff really helps us as artists and it helps us to grow and it helps us be more likely to apply and get more funding to produce more wonderful products for you. So it's a win-win. Amen to that. Just a heads up, people, um, that Love Song for Lucy has a documentary and a music video, which you can see all via our website or directly on the Captain Festus McBoyle YouTube channel. Do check it out. Well, Captain Mm. Festus, thank you so much for joining the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. It's been wonderful talking to you. Thank you. Take care. And love to all.